Let's go, SO. This is Chris Sains with the Post Christian Era Podcast. Today's podcast is titled Why the Church Needs Lent. me and you did not grow up in a Christian tradition that follows liturgical seasons, Lent might seem like a ritualistic form of spiritual discipline. And Lent usually brings to mind simply abstaining from certain foods for 40 days. But I would like to argue that Lent is a necessary spiritual discipline for all the church to participate. Let's start by unpacking what Lent is. Lent is the season of preparation for Easter. Easter celebrates the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, the most important event in the history of the church. Although Easter is a time of celebration of the blessing of forgiveness, healing, and adoption, those themes lack importance unless we understand and experience their necessity. Therefore, the season of Lent is the practice of bringing to our hearts, minds, and bodies the experience of sin and suffering of our broken world. Now, one might argue, Must I bring to heart, mind, and body the experiences of sin and suffering? Doesn't our world show us enough of those? Well, I would argue that it does not. We do experience sin and suffering, that's for sure, but it's often done in a curated fashion. We know that we sin, but we find excuses, like, I gossip because she's so cruel. Or we trivialize sin, such as saying something like, it's just a small lie. Or we often focus on forgiveness rather than repentance. Worse yet, we might even find ourselves sanctifying our sin. Such as saying something like, God wants me to be wealthy or popular or successful, etc. The most disconcerting aspect of our post-Christian era is its ability to turn sin completely around and to call it holy. This is how many Christian churches and denominations have turned sexual sins into activity to be celebrated. Likewise, the world's suffering is also experienced in a curated fashion. We're inundated with news about suffering as a result of violence, natural disasters, and political turmoil. But this is often trivialized into matters of policy or public welfare, like people wondering, you know, how do we stop gun violence? It's usually a talking point for talking heads. And we typically experience suffering through a type of media, be it television, radio, internet, etc. Especially for us in the United States, the degree of suffering that the average person experiences is particularly low. And we may be hurting from the blessing of well-being. You see, without experiencing the brokenness of our world, our dependence on Christ weakens. Living in arguably the most comfortable time and place in history, we grow accustomed to being taken care of to having our burdens removed and having our desires fulfilled. And rather than recognizing this and realizing that it's only by the grace of God that we experience any amount of comfort and relief from suffering, well, instead we look inward and we cling faster to our successes that we foolishly believe are our own. We believe our dependence is something we have obtained and our pleasures we regard so very highly. A Christian may wonder, when they're desperately asking for God to fix some aspect of their life, why it is so hard for the Christian heart to change? Well, the answer lies partly in the self-absorption that we have fostered in our hearts by our comfort-filled lives. 
And this is why the church needs Lent. For 40 days leading up to Easter, the observer of Lent enters an awareness of our finitude, our mortality, and our unrighteousness. This for the purpose of growing our dependence on Christ. The recipe for Lent is fairly simple, and it has been consistent throughout time. As the Book of Common Prayer states, the believer observes Lent by self-examination and repentance, by prayer, fasting, and self-denial, and by reading and meditating on God's holy word. By reading scripture, we can focus on God's word that convicts us of our sin, reveals the inmost workings of our heart, and reminds us of God's promise of restoration. By taking the time to reflect on our unrighteous condition, we grow our dependence on God, and we strengthen our commitment to the way of Christ. And perhaps more importantly, by self-denial, whether it's from fasting from food or other pleasures, or by committing your time to prayer, we acknowledge Christ's words. It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. This teaching reminds us that although we treat nutritional sustenance for ourselves and our families as vital, it pales in comparison to the need we have for God's sustaining counsel and power. It's so very easy to maintain the belief that the work we do each day, laboring, learning, planning, etc., is the most important. But if we're honest, I believe we'll see that our human pursuits begin to occupy any room for God in our lives. The spiritual discipline of self-denial undo these habits. As Bobby Gross notes on fasting specifically, he says, it's much like Sabbath keeping, a restriction that creates space for God. Without such disciplines as those that are the cornerstone of Lent, I fail to see how the modern Christian has room for God's word and spirit. We desperately need to be humbled by our brokenness and captivated by our need for God. The season of Lent helps accomplish that. We slosh through the muck of our sin for 40 days with our eyes firmly fixed on the cross of Christ as our most certain hope. And as if all nature wished to agree with this impending grace, the days get warmer and the daylight grows more persistent as we approach the most holy day of the year. Now, for those that don't attend a church that observes Lent but would like to begin doing it personally, there are several reasons to be offered. First, Bobby Gross's book, Living the Christian Year, Time to Inhabit the Story of God, is a great resource to give you an introduction to the seasons of the church and some weekly meditations during the seasons. You could also follow the daily liturgies, like the Liturgy of the Hours, which you can find a link on this article on our website. It'll certainly be a guide to your heart and thoughts through the Lent season. Now, for a more communal observance, you can use the following resources that I've prepared and I've used with my family and friends for weekly gatherings on Sundays leading up to Easter. They're a combination of hymns, scripture readings, prayers, and meditations. Something for everyone. Find them in our resources section or find the link on this article on postchristianera.com. I pray that whatever way you find yourself preparing for the celebration of the death and resurrection of our Lord Christ Jesus, that you will be blessed with Christ's presence. This is Chris Sainz for the Post-Christian Era Podcast. Yeah.